Welcome to the Hot Content Marketing Podcast, here to provide you with tips, tricks, inspiration, and advice on how to market your business online. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner, this is the place for you, as I chat to each of our expert guests about what's working right now. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, hi, Natalie. Thanks for having me. It's lovely to have you. How are you? Oh, thanks. You know what? I'm really well. It seems like in London, summer has finally started, which puts a smile on everyone's face, which is great. Doesn't it make such a difference? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Really, really does. So obviously, I know you very well. uh, But if you could just tell the listeners a little bit about you and about your business and what you do. Oh, thanks, Natalie. So, yes, so I'm Nicole Osborne. Um, I am actually German. Some people might already guess that by my uh, tiny little bit of an accent. <laughs> the German marketing meister. <laughs> That's right, the German marketing meister. So I've worked uh, with business leaders now for nearly um, 20 years. And very often I actually hear the complaint from them that their marketing has either gone sour or it's all a bit too vanilla. Uh, So I really love working with them to inject a sugar rush into their marketing strategy. And I usually do this either by being their outsourced marketing director or their marketing coach. And very much we focus on building personal brands, just really making sure that all the channels deliver and just really make their marketing more fun and more engaging for their audience. So I set up a lollipop social a year ago. I've been freelancing for a bit longer uh, but I really love what I do. It um, gives me a great work-life balance, well, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just becoming entrepreneurs is a really great experience. Yeah, fantastic. So I love the way that you describe um, people who are, well, people's content and their marketing as vanilla. What, what do you mean by that? I know what it kind of means to me. Sure, sure. Well, you know, often people are bored with their own marketing, um, because they just haven't really taken the time to, to figure out who's their sort of favorite audience, who's their avatar, mm. who or how can they relate their own brand values to, to their content. And in the end, it just ends up sort of being very much the same. You know, we all operate in such a content-rich environment. I mean, all consumers nowadays are just bombarded with messages. So you've got to take some time and, and define what makes you different. So when I say vanilla or a bit boring, it's just really not injecting any personality. Excellent. Yeah. And it's all about that now, isn't it? Differentiating yourself by being you, basically. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, I guess all starts with working out your brand values. So how would you advise people and how do you coach people to inject their brand values into their content? So say if they do a blog or a podcast yeah. or through their social media, how, what would be your top kind of tips and your advice for injecting that into the content? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I always start off by saying people don't like to hear it, <laughs> <laughs> but I always love to say, look, you have got to do your strategy homework and you know, it doesn't have to be massively uh, complicated, but at some stage, lock yourself away, go into the park and just write a massive list of brand values. And there, look, there's so many definitions out there for personal brand values. But for me, it's, it's really the sort of things you want people to say when you're not in the room. Mm-hmm. So when I ask my uh, clients to do that, I often get things like, oh, I want to be professional. I want to have integrity. So there's a lot on these lists. There's a lot of things which is, I just call them sort of hygiene factors. So I always say, look, first of all, write a long list. Uh, then uh, take some time out and just really consider 
what are the values which can make me um, different? You know, let's say if I'm a plumber, of course, no one would come to me just because I'm not professional. You know, those are sort of the givens. Mm. So I encourage my clients to think about the values which are a little bit different. And then you link it. So you know now what your brand values are. Then you link it to the sort of questions, you know, your likely customers would have. Um, and I know I'm, I'm sort of really simplifying it now. You know, there's obviously lots of work going on in creating avatars. So, you know, give your client a name, how old are they, what kind of challenges they have. Um, but once you've done that, you can sort of link your own brand values to how you then provide content to them. So, so I'll give you an example. I know someone who always says they are really, really helpful and they truly are, they're relentlessly helpful. So in their content, you know, they always reply back to people's questions and, and they really go on their way. Do you know, exactly, you know, we recently collaborated on a blog where that really came out and, you know, I like to sort of say, okay, so yes, I'm the German marketing master just because I bring 20 years of experience to the table. Um, but also I like to inject a bit of fun because you know, our stereotype is that Germans are a little bit serious and I like to have fun when I work with my clients. So in, in my content, I use bright colors, I use emojis. Yeah. Uh, I talk about things with humor. Well, at least I try to being a German. Mm -hmm. So the picture I'm trying to paint you is that you, you consider who you are, who you want to be, how that can resonate with your audience and then you provide content which hopefully is irresistible to them well that's the idea absolutely i feel at this point we have to give john experience <laughs> absolutely because he listens to this <laughs> he's been relentlessly um helpful uh really technical is. copywriter and, and you know truly he is um now i trained in social media but whenever i have like a linkedin question i'll, I'll go to one of his blogs yeah uh, i even sometimes message him and he just comes back and i think that's just so helpful he's the go-to guy for sure so i love um, everything that you said about brand values and injecting it into your content you do um and you do it really well so when you go on the lollipop website uh, lollipop social website um i love the way what you've done and anybody who wants to get some idea of how they can do this in their own business highly recommend looking at the lollipop social website because you have brought in branded words haven't you so you've the business is called <laughs> lollipop social um but you've used a lot of branded words yeah do you know do you know absolutely that's been quite a journey for me because i come from a sort of corporate background where i was hidden and really enjoying being part of a corporate kind of branding machine yeah so when it came to my own company, now Lollipop Social, you know, you might say, how did you get about calling Lollipop Social? So I came to England and I always thought a cup of tea makes things better, especially when you like watching EastEnders. <laughs> so when I had my son, you know, um, we needed to take him to get the hair to the hairdresser or we went to Germany to visit family. And I always felt a lollipop makes things better. So oh. I thought, hmm, you know what, this really encapsulates what I will do. I will make people's marketing better. So I call my company Lollipop Social. Oh, I love it. And, you know, of course, as you said, like with the wording. So, uh, yes, I'm very open about the fact that I'm German. <laughs> Not that I can hide it. So I use things like uh, Wunderbar. Mm. Um, and I say in my replies, Dankeschön. And uh, when I talk about what I do, I always say I inject a sugar high. Um, and it's quite funny because uh, once you sort of, identify these are some of your words you use you just yeah. end up using them a lot <laughs> yeah, no, it's brilliant though and it must feel good when you've got to that point and sort of built that confidence to to do yeah that. yeah i mean like um, your, even your newsletter um is it the sugar rush that's right yeah uh, and your the services the marketing services that you can pick from on nicole's website mm -hmm. you know, like pick and mix and 
That's right. It's really so, clever. Yeah. So, so the idea is that you develop a brand theme and, and then you make your messaging stronger and stronger by, by growing it. So yes, so my, my price guide is called uh, the pick and mix and different service levels of like the sweet talk, uh, the sugar addiction. And it's actually, it's really fun. And um, I think that's what people sometimes overlook. Um, of course, branding is work. And, you know, I invested uh, design time, uh, copywriting time. But actually, it, it will make it more enjoyable for yourself to talk about what you offer. Mm. Uh, so surely that is a great benefit because the more you come across as, hey, I really want to do this and I'm good at what I do, you know, the more likely you are to attract the kind of clients you want to work with. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's brilliant. So um, the other thing that's interesting about, we talked about brand values, but obviously personal branding is so, is what's, there's such an explosion of it. Yeah. The, the biggest buzzword at the moment. But. <laughs> Um, and I know that you recently wrote a blog about this, so it'd be great just to pick your brains on it, but um, how do you suggest, there's a lot of people who are their business and they mm -hmm. are their brand, so they're a solopreneur or a one-man band. Um, how do you pick your brand values and get clear on your brand values when they are you, when you are your brand? Because <laughs> people get confused with that, and, and I've struggled with that myself. Yeah. When you're writing down your brand values, are you talking about you or are you talking about your business or is it both? Do you know, Natalie, I, I must say right up front, I think you have nailed it with hot content. Um, oh. <laughs> and I love it. Your newsletter, I think, does it say, do you want to become a hottie? Hotties, yeah. <laughs> and I, honestly, I, I, I think, and that's why I asked you to contribute to one of my blogs because I really felt you, you could be an inspiration to, to our kind of audience. And thank you for contributing. So you're absolutely right. I mean, that was a massive stumbling block for me to realize that actually, do you know what? Um, I can't just hide behind anything. I have to actually open up about who I am as a person and how do I bring this to my work. Mm. And that's a real um, a mind shift, mind shift, a mindset shift. So I see I'm just mixing up my words here, but um, yes, it is you you're talking about. Yeah. And that's why it makes it so hard. And I think that's the journey most solo entrepreneurs face at the beginning. Mm. So you know, there, there are many things you can do. You can, uh, as you said earlier, you can be inspired by different uh different websites um you can get a marketing coach you can talk to friends i actually what i did in the beginning just to get over that initial hurdle i actually just went out to some of my current clients and past clients to said look i'm working on my brand values could you just send me maybe three or four words which you believe describe me well yeah and um that was really empowering because obviously i had things in my mind you know i know i'm a bit uber energetic uh, but it was actually really nice to hear back from my clients. Oh, she's really enthusiastic and she makes things happen. So I would say if you struggle defining it yourself, and I completely understand that is challenging, get some help. Talk to your friends, talk to your existing clients. And just by having that conversation, you will feel more comfortable working on your own brand values. Yeah, no, that's a really good idea, actually. I think the other part that people struggle with is um, even if they can come up with ways to describe themselves, they still feel like they should be describing their business. Yeah. Um, they sort of see them separately. Do you think it's a case of getting your head around the fact that you are one and the same? <laughs> Do you know, I think Natalie, I think that's, that's spot on. And um, people nowadays, they don't buy from a logo. Obviously you want to have a beautiful logo mm. or a slogan, but they buy from the people behind it, whether that's a solo entrepreneur or it's a, it's a bigger company. Mm. Uh, you know, you can see in the trend in social media now for companies on, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, 
they're showing more and more behind the scenes information because that's what consumers care about. They want to know that the people they're buying from are their kind of people. Yeah. Um, and I honestly believe that's applicable whether it's just you running the business or you with a team of associates or whether it's, you know, a larger company. It's so important to actually be relatable. And one of the beauties of social media and video is that you can really get those messages out there fairly easy. Definitely. And I think it takes a while to build the confidence to completely be yourself doesn't it Online. yeah and and then I don't think I've I've got that yet it's very much work in progress but um but it, it's true isn't it it's a cliche that people buy from people but it's true as it ever was um you know and it's about yeah being yourself and showing your vulnerabilities as well um, yeah sharing the the down the downs as well as the ups really do, isn't do, it? But it, do, do you know Natalie um I think you're absolutely spot on. That's been part of my learning journey, really showing vulnerability. I'll give you an example. Um, I uh, wrote a few uh, blogs about uh, how to grow in video confidence. And um, they really resonated well with people because I was very honest in them. I said, well, one of the things I worried about, um, would my bum look big on camera? <laughs> now, clearly, you know, it's a specific kind of video of your bum shows. I'm not making it. really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> But it was just my way of saying that, you know, many people worry about the sound of their voice, um, um, how they look on camera. And that's completely normal to feel that way. It's a very human thing. Mm. Um, so I then shared this sort of tip, just, you know, create a private Facebook group with one of your friends or business contest and just post a video every day and, and just talk to them like, like you're talking to your best friend. Mm. And in, in a way, um, that helps you with your confidence. And, and by sharing that that fear, another fear I had, uh, it, creating a video just took me back to being in front of a class and having to read our books loud, which I didn't like doing. But actually, it's really, really different. So I, I always recommend to people figuring out what are your real fears? What, what are your stumbling blocks? Why are you struggling? Mm. And then actually sort of try to tackle one by one. And when I write about it, I'm quite open with it, what my stumbling blocks are. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if we look, does my bum look big on it? Um, no, I didn't do a naked video, of course not. <laughs> But I actually went on video. Um, I think I just washed my hair. <laughs> and for, I don't know, women can relate to this. You know, I suppose we love to someone just have our hair made up and maybe a little bit of makeup. But this was like the rawest version of me. And I knew the next time I went on video with a little bit of lippy, a little bit of blusher and washed hair and it was dried as well. I felt more comfortable, really. Mm, yeah. You've just got to go with what makes you feel comfortable, really, haven't you? Absolutely. There's so much I could talk to you about. But just my final question, because obviously you help... Um, people a lot with the strategy side of things mm -hmm. um, and I suppose a lot of people I think still are unsure about what a strategy is um, and what it entails what's your mm -hmm. take on sort of content strategy or marketing strategy yeah I mean um, it's a really good question I think one of the challenges you and I face in our work is that uh, people make strategies sound really really complicated and it can be really complicated, mm. but to me, it's simply, it's, it's a roadmap to success. So for me, a, st a strategy and content is, is about in the beginning, figuring out what your goals are, writing them down, actually, mm. <laughs> writing them down, looking at what your competition is doing and taking some time to think, okay, so how can we as a company be different in, in a good way? Mm. Then creating a tactical plan with clearly defined things to achieve every month, then continuously reviewing it. Because I think this is the biggest learning about strategy. It, it isn't the sort of thing you can just do and then forget about it. 
you know, you have to communicate it uh, with your team. You have to get them on board. It's got to be updated. It's like a living document. Mm. So my advice is always when I work with solopreneurs is don't make strategy into a complicated thing, which means then you always procrastinate on it and you never create it. But actually just break it down into manageable steps. Uh, set yourself a little homework. Gosh, I, I use the work uh, strategy homework too much. <laughs> my, my child isn't even in school yet. <laughs> but, but just take the time out. And then, you know, I think the, f- the first time you then actually sort of you look back after a month or two and you think, oh my God, I achieved this. This will really encourage you then just to stick with it and to add to your strategy. Um, and there's also some fantastic books out there. And, you know, the thing I always say, Figure out what your learning style is. If you love listening to podcasts, get some good podcasts. If you love reading a book, get a book. Um, if, if you want the support from a Facebook group, you know, there's so many options at the moment for entrepreneurs to, to learn. And look, if all else fails, <laughs> there's fantastic people like Natalie and I <laughs> who can um, help you on content strategy, marketing strategy. So then invest in some help because, you yeah. know, it's, it's worth for growing your business. Yeah, and sometimes it takes somebody from the outside, doesn't it, to give you that clearer, clearer picture. Often oh, we can't see the wood from from the tree, for the tree in, in our own business. So. Absolutely, and, and Natalie, you know, I've worked with you on uh, for some of my clients, and that's really a key skill you bring is asking really pertinent questions, and then really drilling down to what really is a client's unique selling point, and and how can you translate that into really interesting and engaging content? Absolutely. Thank you, Nicole. You can come on again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> lovely to chat to you as always um would you just let people know where they can find you and how they can connect with you on social media yeah absolutely so i am very active on uh twitter so that's at lollipop underscore social uh you can also connect with me via my website so www sorry www.lollipopsocial.co.uk and you find all my channels on there but uh quickest way is just to get in touch via twitter really brilliant that's great thank you so so much nicole you've just packed that full of great tips and and you're just a joy that's all Aww, thank you thank you very much natalie really enjoyed uh being on me and i hope together we inspired people to inject a bit of a sugar high into their content into their marketing and social media <laughs> let's hope so let's hope so <laughs> thank you very much take care, take bye. care. bye bye for more content marketing advice head to hotcontent.co.uk Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.